Well, good evening and welcome back to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. And I'm Tony Renfro along with my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood. And uh, we're beginning to, well, we, we can see you. Hey. And she is, she is live tonight, everybody. She is on here live. Can you see her? Yeah, she's moving around. I got around. Wind yeah. and I was trying to do something, so yeah. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> great, great. Tonight we're going to be talking about the uh, early voting for the Beaumont uh, mayor's runoff race uh, for this election on Juneteenth. Um, actually, June 19th, which is Juneteenth. But we're going to talk about early voting tonight. We're going to talk about how important it is to vote early in this particular race. And um, we, we've got our guest tonight is the formal, formal uh, Jefferson County uh, clerk, Ms. Carolyn Gidry is going to be joining us as our guest tonight. So, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. We have so much to talk about. Uh, and um, we had a show last Tuesday and we talked about voting, early voting, but we've got to keep pushing this. We've got to keep pushing this message that we must vote early as five days. That day is June 7th through the 15th of June. And you've got up to our registration is with tomorrow, last day? Yes. Yes, well, I think tomorrow's last day for registering for the vote. If you didn't vote in the last election, you are still eligible to vote in this election as well. So we've got a, whew, quite a few people watching already and let's, let's get started. LaDonna. <clears throat> Where is she? Well, she's not with me. Let's go move on. Yeah, to I'm here. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is a platform to share important important information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information on health, education, finance, politics, and business. And we have a very important guest tonight. Ms. Carolyn Guidry is going to talk to us about the importance of early voting and the elections here locally. And in order to be vocal, you want to vote local. So we're looking forward to tonight's show. That's right. And you can also watch us or listen to us on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Apple iTunes and Google Play. Uh, and uh, if you're watching us or listening to us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Bing, hit it. Let us know you're there and subscribe to us so we'll, you'll know that we're here to give you this some important information. So, um, any other um, message we need to put out before we bring on our special Yes, guests? we want to make sure that we give out the early voting dates, which is June the 7th through the 15th, with election day being June 19th. And we want to take this opportunity to celebrate Juneteenth in a very special, uplifting, exciting, and influential way, which would be electing our new mayor, so we want to make sure that you know those dates, June the 7th through the 15th, with election day being June 19th. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And I am glad we are you're pushing that, help me push that message, because we need, we need definitely for, for the people to understand that it's very, very important that we get out and vote and we get out and vote early, 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 because I, I believe in early voting and this is what it's for and we're going to do it. And I will also say, remember that that not only we're going to be voting early June the 7th through the 15th of June, we're going to have some fest festivities going on so we can push the, push the button so we can push everyone there to vote. 
And uh, but I need to say this, this is very important. And we, since we're talking about early voting and who are we voting for, who are we supporting? If all blacks came together for a cause of uplifting, the black community would be an unstoppable force to reckon with. You take that and read that again, listen to that again. If all blacks came together for a cause of uplifting the black community, we would be an unstoppable force to reckon with. Hey, we're going, we're going to get our guests on here. Especially and, in our community, Tony, yes. where we are the majority minority. Yes, we're actually yes. the majority, so that really matters. Yes, it does matter. So right after our intro, we're going to have our guest, Mrs. Carolyn Gidry. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-hosts, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. Well, hello, Carolyn. Hey, Tony, I, I'm sitting over here jamming to that music, man. Yeah, awesome. baby, 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 we got it, make you kind of bop. <laughs> make yeah, I'm just going, just going. That's it, that's it. He that's did it. good with that intro. We didn't know, Miss Carolyn, when he first created that uh, little video, we was like, oh, you got a little swag going. Yeah, yeah, some swagging going on, man. I'm just sitting here bopping and stuff. Going to sleep and woke me up. I'm like, okay, then. Let's get started. Yeah, let's get started, yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm glad to have you. You're just starting to I'm glad to have you. And we were just speaking about, you know, in early in our first five minutes, we always talk about things that's going on. But we were just talking about how, how the importance of this election here in Baltimore, Texas, the early voting. Right. It's very, very important. As you know, as you can tell from the uh, general election that was held in May, you know, everybody's just waiting for those early voting numbers to come out because they tell a story. Yes. You know, they tell a story. And if you can get the lead in early voting, uh, chances are you're going to keep that lead and carry on through the night. So we definitely want to get early voting out, get those votes counted early so we know what position we're in. And then if necessary, we will be doing the same grassroots politics on election day to make sure that people that have not voted get out and vote. Now, Tony, I don't know if you know this, I was looking at back some of the uh, statistics from the uh, earlier elections and stuff, especially in the city elections, that's what I was comparing it to. But it's so hard to get people out for a runoff election. It's like pulling teeth. So if you look at at the statistics, actually, at least 25 to 35% of the people that voted in the general election in May will not come back and vote in a runoff election. And, and what I found to be true is a lot of people don't even realize there's a runoff election going on to vote in. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to get that message out that there is a runoff election. You must choose your candidate for mayor. If you don't make your vote counting in the runoff, 
your vote did not count in general elections. You may as well say that. So it's very, very important for people to come back and vote in this runoff election to make sure that their voices are actually heard, their final voices heard, to make sure that we pick the mayor of our choice. Thank you, I'm sorry. You were saying you got a bad, you have a bad reverb, Donna. I think if you got mute while I'm talking, it'll stop. Okay. Let's see. Um, you were saying earlier that if we if we realize that it's not over, that sometimes it may push people back out to cast their ballots. But a lot of times people don't realize they like, oh, I voted already. It's over. But if you can kind of explain it's not it's not over when you do the first um, a vote. If there's a runoff, you have to come back out for the final tally. That's exactly right. They need to know the difference in the election. For the mayor rec for the mayor election, you must have 50% plus one. Like in the at-large position, it was the two top a uh, two top vote getters. So that race is actually over with. You'd be like, well, they had so many in there, why are they not having a runoff? Because it's how the election is defined for those particular races. And that's what you have to look at. So for the mayor's race, yes, we definitely need to come back out. Uh, I was real happy uh, to share with you all this afternoon uh, Robin's campaign kickoff for her runoff election. A lot of people don't do that. They just dismiss it and keep moving on. But the fact that you have kickoff, you, you initiate an awareness to the public that, hey, it's not over yet. I still need your help. Come back out and please vote. And that's what we need to be doing. Right, and Robin's actually going to have a host of other events coming up to make sure that the voters and the supporters are aware of the um, early voting days and aware that the election is not over. We have not selected a mayor, and we are in the process of doing that, but we have got to get people back out to this runoff election before we can select our candidate, and we don't want to miss out on an opportunity to have our voices heard because we didn't participate. And participation is key. We can't really tell you who to vote for, but what we will say is this, your, your voice hasn't been heard and the decision hasn't been made. In other words, the bat lady ain't singing yet until we get up to Juneteenth and we get up to um, the actual election day. We need to make sure that people are aware of the importance of local elections because these are the people that affect your day-to-day -day life. And these are the people that actually have the immediate say-so um, in times of disaster and uh, inclement weather and things of that nature. So we want to make sure that we have the most thoughtful and intelligent people representing our community. You're right, LaDonna. We can't tell people, we don't try to tell people who to vote for. Uh, I was kind of like, wait and see what's going to go on here. But now that we've narrowed it down to two candidates, I can be honest with you and tell you my choice for a candidate is Robert Donato Mouton. And that's who I will be voting for come Juneteenth, uh, really doing early voting. I normally vote the first day of early voting. And what I've seen in the past is that people will wait until the last two days of early voting. Why wait? Go ahead, get out there. You said it begins June the 7th, is that correct? 
Yes, ma'am. We want to we want to get out there on the very first day and start our voting initiative. Then we don't want to wait till the last two days of early voting, and definitely don't want to wait until the election day because you never know what's going to happen as far as the weather go, as far as this area. We are in hurricane season. Don't forget that. So let's not think about what we can do later. Let's do what we can do right now, and that means start voting on day one, June seventh. Get out there and vote. And I hope everybody supports my candidate. I want to add this. I think, I'm sorry. I also want to add this. We need to do the same thing that we did during general, um, the general. We need to make sure that everybody reached with you. The same people that you reached out to and you were like, send me your picture. And you were like, did you vote? And I know a lot of my friends did. I will be reaching out to you guys again because each one of us need to reach at least seven people. And then we need to encourage our seven to reach seven. And if you watch them go to the polls during the general election, you need to make sure that you see them back out to the polls for the mayoral runoff. Because we need to make sure that we are representative. We don't we don't want to make sure that um, we did it once and we, we think it's over. We need to make sure that our voice is represented at the ballot for the mayoral candidate yes so those are listening and are watching we encourage you to encourage your friends families and loved ones to remind them let's push let's push this message out we still have a marriage race runoff race and we want everyone to vote early early is key to this success for this runoff race and i'm going to aim i'm going to piggyback off of uh carolyn gidry and i'm going to say I myself is voting for Robin Mouton. Uh, uh, and, and Carolyn, I, I have my reason, but let me ask you this. Give us a few reasons why you're voting for her. I'll be glad to. Uh, first of all, you know, we didn't have a woman elected to the Senate Council until 1974. And oh, if we right. don't get Robin in this time, that means we will go back to all-male council. I think, LaDonna, you and I can relate to that as being females. Uh, I think a woman input carries a long way because we have to be concerned about our children, our elderly, and that comes from the heart. Not to say you guys don't have a heart, but us as females, we have a bigger heart. And sometimes that will help influence our decisions and even in politics will help some of the things that we do for our constituents. I know that personally. Uh, the other thing, Robin has been my city council uh, person in Ward 4 uh, during her tenure. Uh, I think she's attempted to do a lot of great things, but as you know, on any city council, you need at least four votes. On our city council, you need at least four votes to get anything done. If we get Robin Mouton in, she will be our fourth vote, and we really, really do need that. So that's another point to look at. This will be the first time that we, as a minority, majority minority, uh, will have control of the council, maybe to get things done in our wards instead of everything being done in the wards that are already uh, prominent and prospective and growing. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to have some changes and some done things done here in Ward Four. And three, something does not necessarily mean good when you have uh, an area that's as old as ours. City equally is not what you need. You need somebody that's going to be fiduciary responsible to make sure that all the needs of all the citizens are not met. Not, not it's it's not it's like they say for marriage. 
And I don't believe in that. They say marriage is 50-50. No, marriage is not 50-50. Marriage is giving your all. And that's what I believe. And I think Robin, being our mayor, will make sure that all of our wards are served equally, not necessarily money-wise equally, but the necessary improvements, changes, uh, renovations, just keeping up with what's going on day to day rather than worried about each dollar amount that's going to every district. Some, some wards need more money than other wards. We're old here in Pear Orchard. I know I live in the Pear Orchard and we have a drainage problem here. Everybody knows that. So um, that's one of my reasons. Like I said, she's been a good councilwoman. She's been responsive. She haven't been able to get all things done that needs to be done. And I understand that being in, in the office that I was in, because guess what? I didn't have a vote. All I could do is ask and request and beg. You know, but when you have those four votes, when you have enough votes on your side, then you can start getting things done. And I think Robin will be that fourth vote, fourth vote on the council to make sure that we start implementing and getting things done, not in a particular ward, but across the city of Beaumont. So that, and plus, you know, Robin and I worked together at AT&T Southwest Bell back in the day. Uh, I know she's a leader from her leadership as a union representative. I was a union vice president and Robin was one of the district stewards. And I know she knows how to lead people. She know how to, she know how to fight for what needs to be fought for, but she also knows how to concede when necessary to do that. Uh, so those are some of the things that I've learned about, about her over the years. And that's one of the reasons that I am throwing my 100%, 110% support behind uh, Robin Donato Mouton for this particular you know, race for, run -off, for this runoff election. And I'm 125% behind her as well. Oh, you, just had, you just had to beat me, right? You had to. And I want to add something, too, to that. Miss Mouton actually reached out to me recently on the phone. And after speaking to her, she assured me that one thing would remain certain and, and true, that her accountability would remain the main focus. So once elected, that she would maintain her accessibility and her accountability with the community to make sure that if things aren't going 100% the way that we think that they should be going, that she will maintain an open door policy and she will maintain that communication with the community to address the needs. And, and that's a lot of times what we need because we see uh, people that get into office, but they're not all the time accountable or accessible, or maybe they don't even have that integrity to even vouch for such a thing. And I'm super proud of that portion of it after speaking to her, her ability to you know vocalize that she's willing to be held accountable and become accessible and, and maintain that integrity throughout the office. I agree with you as, with that also. And, you know, <clears throat> being a person that's all the way around the city and in different wars and different side of town, I, you know, being in War 4, I've heard some criticism about uh, that their um, a candidate for the uh, representative for that ward, not just in that ward, in War 3 also as well. But, Carolyn, and I, I want you to help me here because I want, the, I want those that are listening to me that that's doing a the criticism, they must understand that, again, one person cannot change or make improvement until you have how many votes? You got to have at least a four votes on the city council. Right. They're comprised of seven members total. 
So right. in order to have a majority vote, you got to have at least four votes. And Tony, I, I, I especially understand that, uh, you know, I just retired from the county clerk's office. And a lot of times people come in with issues that we could not help with because you do have laws and legislation that prevent you from doing certain things. Right. And we have to always be within the guidelines and the structure of the law of this state, of the state of Texas, as well as whatever guidelines and uh, ordinances that the city have as well. So they have to understand that you just can't snap your finger and make something happen, even though we want to do that sometimes. It doesn't happen that way. And like I said, those four votes are very important. It doesn't matter. Having three votes, you'll never get nothing passed on city council without that fourth vote. You always have to have that fourth vote. So hopefully we're going to build a city council where we'll have four votes that will at least vote in the way that is constructive and positive for all the citizens of Jefferson County. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking for handouts for Ward 4 or Ward 3. We just want to make sure that our wards stay equally, stay equally in balance and, and, and operable as any other ward within the city. Right. And it's very important that we get that fourth vote, that fourth vote. And Robin will be that deciding vote if we it if it comes to that. That's exactly right. Because right now sitting on city council ward four, my representative is Charles Durio, who just got elected. Amen. Mm -hmm. Uh ward three, we have Audwin Samuel who's been faithful to our causes here for the city of Beaumont. Mm -hmm. And then we also have our newest at large member, which is AJ Turner. Mm -hmm. So that's the three votes already. So with the mayor, if we could just pull this mayor race into for that fourth vote, then we should be able to get start getting things and things done within the city of Beaumont that will benefit not just Ward 2 and Ward 1, but will benefit the city as a whole. And we're talking about Ward 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, and 4. That's right. That is absolutely right. So, um, Ladonna, you have anything you want to add there? She's not with us. She's not with me. Okay. She's gone. She's here. Well, anyway, uh, we, we do have a lot. To, we, we have a long ways to go and a short way. And right now, we need to really push and emphasize early voting. And uh, we're going to vote early and vote heavy uh, uh, doing early voting. I'm going to put a sign up here in a minute to say, hey, give them the early voting dates here so, okay. so they know when to vote and when we're going to vote. We're going to have some things going on at the polls to draw people to the polls. Uh, and But we got to get out there and support our candidate, Robin Donato Mouton. Right. And Tony, when we're talking about early voting, let's not forget the mail-in ballots because they've only had like about 900 mail-in ballots for this election. You know, with the last general election, we had over 4,000 mail-in ballots, which you could contribute, uh, you know, at least half of those uh, to our surrounding cities and stuff. But even if 2,000 came out of Beaumont, that means we're being shortchanged by the number of ballots, mail-in ballots come in. So I encourage everybody to reach out to your family, to your uh, to your loved ones that may 60, that's 65 years and older or maybe disabled and cannot get to the polls. They're all eligible to receive a mail-in ballot. And if you need an application, you can either download it from the Jefferson County Elections website or you can call in the county clerk's office and request one at 
835-8760. But we have a lot of seniors that have been left out of this election because this begins a new year. And I had a lot of calls saying, well, I didn't get a ballot. Well, the ballots don't come automatic. They're annual ballots. So you have to apply the first of every year for a ballot for the elections for that year. And that's why a lot of the seniors don't have ballots because they did not reapply. So let's help our seniors and our disabled people in our community to be able to vote by mail by extending them either an application, you can get plenty of them at the county clerk's office or you can download them or calling for them to be sent a ballot to their residence. It's in an application, let me rephrase that. They have to get the application first and sign it and send it back. Okay, so what are they doing? You would. Early voting starts at seven. I'm not quite sure what the last day no, for no, the no, mail no. ballot. I'm talking about the mail ballots. I'm sorry. I think the last I think the last day to request an application by mail is June 12th, but don't hold me to that. I'll have to uh, look at the election law calendar to verify that. But I think the last day to apply is somewhere like June 12th. That's what I put to Oh, I'm sorry. I was say, if anybody in the audience have those dates, please call in and let Tony know. I'm going to look it up now. I was going to say, oh, my, my. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it on here. But don't wait on me. Go ahead while I'm looking up this here. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up, so don't don't wait on me. Give me a few minutes here. Elections. I'm sorry. You keep me. I'm not muting anymore. Tony, you mute. Tony. Tony, we can't hear you, baby. Okay, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm switching numbers and mess behind back screen with some things here. But we are uh, actually, we, we really mean pushing the early voting dates and we're pushing early voting and the mail. Well, what I was going to ask, Tony, I was going to ask Ms. Gidry if there was a mail-in ballot cut off um, like a time that you have to have submitted your request by or whatever for the mail-in ballot. I don't know if that's a, a time limit on that. Or can they pick up the mail ballot? They can pick it up there. It, they can pick up the application for the mail ballot, but there is a deadline to submit it to the county clerk's office to be in that office by 5 p.m. that last day. And that's what I'm trying to look up for. Well, we have the date. We have the date on the screen now. Oh, it's June the 8th. Yes, is that what you have? yes, we go. Yes, we've got June eight. Yeah, I just found it. So the deadline for the county clerk to receive the applications in the office is June the eighth for an application for a mail ballot. Right, right. right. So that's that Tuesday. That's that Tuesday. Right. So it's very important that uh, all those who uh, uh, need a mail-in ballots, and I think that's from age sixty-five and up. And older, right? Because if I'm an older, or if you are disabled, or if you're going to be outside the city 
uh, during the election period and you also qualify as long as you give them an address to mail your ballot that's outside the city limits. Right, right. So thank you. Um, I, um, I can't get a name here, Facebook user, for, for the uh, help on the date on the mayor runoff. Uh, yes, thank so we you. We appreciate that. And I've got some uh, a shout out to Lillian Brown. She said hello, Carolyn. And uh, also Satchel. Satchel. Thank you. Hi, Satchel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's supporting Robin on this deal here. And thank you, thank you Sasha. Candace, yeah, she said she's ready to kick the doors down for us. <laughs> right, right. But anyway, we are having a great phone tripping. Okay, your phone's tripping. Okay. So anyway, we're having a we're having a good time here for a minute, just to kind of let everyone know that we are pushing for early voting here in Jeff's uh Beaumont, Texas, for the, the mayor's runoff race. And again, we're gonna be supporting uh Robin Mouton. Another thing, Tony, I had not confirmed to look at that about the early voting locations. It's going to be here located in Beaumont only. You know, normally we have vote centers everywhere. Yes. Yeah, so but if it's just a city runoff election, then it's going to be at uh, Rogers Park, John's Library, and uh, John Paul Davis Center on Lucas. Those should be your three early voting locations. And then on election day, you're going to have at least 10 voting locations. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm sorry. If y'all aren't muted, it's going to be messed up. People that have completed the terms of their probation and things like that, they are eligible to vote. We want to make that clear. And also, if you don't have your voter registration card, what all can you bring forms of ID and things of that nature that you can bring to the voting location to uh, cast your vote, maybe, you know, things like that. Okay, well, your voter registration card is only used if you don't have a photo ID. It's very important that you have a photo ID, which it could be government issued, it could be your driver's license, it could be your handgun license, it could be your passport as well. So if you have one of those forms of photo ID or a military of some type that has not expired. Now for senior citizens that's uh, I think 70 and older, if you have an expired ID, you can use your expired ID. Uh, like for instance, if you didn't get to renew your driver's license and your driver's license has expired, you can actually use your expired ID if you're over 70, 70 and older. You're muted, Tony. Mute my, I have to mute my mic because you have so much reverb on your stuff to get to turn it back on. Also, uh, uh, Carolyn, that's that's reminding people that uh, that they also can vote at the courthouse as well on uh, uh, early voting and election day. And uh, so, again, we are just trying to get the message out, and we need you to help us put the message out that Knowledge is Power podcast is asking you the crew here is asking you to get out and vote early and uh, help X and everyone else to come out and vote early as well. Uh, uh, let's see here. I've got one here. It's going to ask a question. Let's make sure I never get Cheryl Roy here says asking. They never asked for a voter registration card to vote just by uh, driver's license. So, yeah, that, that, that sometimes happens that way. Wait a minute, Carol, I want to say something. That's because your voter registration card serves as a backup 
Uh, you have to have photo ID in order to vote in the state of Texas at this time. That legislation was passed about, I think, six years ago now. So they asked for photo ID first. If for any reason you don't have a photo ID, uh, say you don't have a driver's license, you have not been able to get a government-issued uh, uh, government ID for some reason, like from DPS or whatever, then as a secondary identification, they will use your voter registration card, or they can even use a utility bill or something like that. So there's a way if you don't have photo ID, but it can't just be because you lost it. You have not, you have to not be able in possession of one at all, or you're not entitled to one. But photo ID is what they require in order to vote in the state of Texas. Thank you. Thank you. Carolyn. You're welcome. All right. Everyone, we have uh, our guest tonight is Carolyn uh, Guidry, the formal uh, Jefferson County uh, um, clerk uh, here in Beaumont, in Texas, uh, Jefferson County. And we just want to say This is you. my forever county clerk, Tony, baby. Yes. Let's be clear. This is the forever county clerk with yeah. the wealth of knowledge that has yeah. set Beaumont up and set that office straight and got everything going the way that it needs to be going. And we are super proud of all the work that Carolyn has done in the community. And we just appreciate her as far as elections and as far as the wealth of knowledge and information that she provides us because Baby, the elections are everything, and we have to make sure they remain free and fair. And I'm super excited that she's on to talk to us because we need this type of information in the community. What to bring, where to go, how, what all can you do, how long, with your mail-in ballots, who qualifies, all of that. We need that. Well, we want to thank yeah, our guest. <laughs> we want to thank our guest, Carolyn Gittry. Carolyn, thank you so much. For this You're welcome. Information. And again, we're going to continue to push early voting for this mayor runoff race. And um, we'd like to invite you back again with so much further information, important information that you have. Uh, I know you have a, a, a bookload of it, but we, we, appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate you so much. And we thank you again for accepting our, at the last minute too, and uh, our guests because- Well, we, we were having a good time and, I, and I'm glad to be here. Like I said, uh, you know, in the past, I have not been able to endorse a whole lot of candidates because I actually ran the election for the county. So I'm glad to be in this position. I'm retired now and I'm yes. retired. I'm glad to be in this position to be able to support my candidate Robert Donna Mouton, because I think she is the best fit. And LaDonna, you, you said something that's very important. I wouldn't have been able to make those changes or, or, or bring um, bring my talents to the to the county had I not had people in my corner that went out and helped get those votes out and they voted for me. So yeah. let's remember to do the same. I say let's give Robin a chance. Uh, let's bring our city to greater things. And please get out there and vote. Like you said, first day of early voting is June the 7th. Let's start voting from day one. Day mm -hmm. one. And, and keep it going. You have four locations to go to. Let's utilize those four locations. Let's utilize the mail ballots for our seniors and our disabled people and make sure that we get the vote out. And guess what? We can make some history in the city of Beaumont. That's right. We can history. But Donna, you got the last word, my baby. I am super excited that for the first time in 180 years, we have the opportunity, the entire history of Beaumont, to elect 
an African-American female to the mayoral position. And this is an opportunity that is historic. And I think that in order to be vocal, we need to vote local. We need to remember that you only have two powers. You have voting power and buying power. That is where you spend your dollars and who you elect to represent you. We want to make sure that we're doing our level best to elect the smartest, the most brightest, the most people with integrity, the most thoughtful people to office to represent our group. And this is a historic election on Juneteenth. Early voting begins June 7th through the 15th. And I will be in your face and on your phone and in your on your Facebook and on your podcast. OK, we are super excited about it. Get out and vote. Tony, close us out. You're muted. Yeah, we love you. We thank you and we, we bless you. And we thank you for watching and listening to Knowledge is Power podcast live. We're here twice a week and we want you to have the best knowledge that is, is available. Thank you again, everybody. We'll see you the next time. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.